Welcome to the Dare to Be More podcast, where we chase ideas, push boundaries, and have those conversations that you may not want to have while you're recording a podcast. But of course, that's what we do. Well, 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 another week back in the podcasting world. I hope you guys have been amazing and you are enjoying, you know, this new light of spring in your life in whatever avenue that might be showing up for you. Um, I know some of us, so I'm a Canadian, so obviously I live up in Canada. Um, we are almost at the point where there is no snow on the ground here, but I know that there is parts of the region that still have snow um, and that there's parts of the world that never get snow. So um, spring may not be a big deal for some of you, but for us up here, it feels like freedom up here in Canada. So I just wanted to welcome you to the spring equinox and welcome you to the podcast this week. And, you know, it's been interesting. I, um, I've done a lot of, you know, interviewing with guests over the last few weeks. So we've got a, quite a few in the hopper coming out, but we kind of, um, like Todd, my producer and I always talk about intertwining them with solo rounds and, I needed to get a solo round edit, like recorded today. And I was just like, huh, like usually I'm in such flow. I know exactly what I want to talk about and what this is looking like. And then I was like, I don't, what am I bringing forth this week? You know, what's the concept? And as I sat with it for a little while, the conversation of being present showed up and I was like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense about being present because I don't know about you guys and about what you're finding in the world right now, but there is so much moving around, especially now that spring has sprung up here in Canada. You know, it feels like we are getting freedom wings again, you know, with all of this lockdown and COVID stuff happening and, you know, new sources promoting certain things and, you know, all of this, let's say chaos or almost um, all of this like um, noise happening in the world right now it's sometimes hard for us to really get present in our days. And I I don't know about you, but let's say March, April, May, you know, of 2020 last year, which I've definitely talked about a lot, it was a lot easier to be more present because we were alone and we were, you know, this was the first time this was happening and things were maneuvering, but we also were obviously indulging in different other areas of our world and exploring, you know, like I've said before, self-sabotage island or our 3D quote unquote world and all of those dynamics um, moving through. But I'm finding right now what's been happening a lot, you know, energy is escalating in the world. Um, the things we need to clear are coming up to be cleared again and again and again. And sometimes it's overwhelming. Like it's showing up in aspects of our physical form, like our physical body. It's showing up in ways of like energetics, like we're tired all the time. Um, it's showing up in ways like we can't sustain energy or we feel like we're in this chaos consistently all the time. And that's kind of what is outwardly being projected onto us currently right now or showing up in our worlds currently for us right now. And You know, I've watched as I've worked with clients over the last few months, um, you know, when they start to step into their lane of being lit, you know, we talked about light printers in a previous podcast. If you've never heard of that term or don't know what that is, I suggest you go back and take a look at that podcast because I explained to you what a light printer is. And really, it's that entrepreneur 
you know, in the space of leading with their heart and servicing the world through products and services that get them to light up the world, that they can step full heartedly behind in purpose and passion that light up their hearts and their souls that they can fully step into, right? So in that space, um, it allows us to keep vibrating, to keep all these good vibes, But as you guys know about duality and as you know about yin and yang, when we step into one space, it allows the other one to be uncovered as well. So if you want to call it negative energy, if you want to call it shadow work, if you want to call it, you know, alter egos, whatever mechanism makes sense in your brain. But as we pursue more passion, the things that are not passionate in our life start to escalate for us as well. So it's been an interesting journey to watch as I'm working with clients. They'll come out of our session, have magnetic changes, focus changes, clarity changes, they're manifesting in demand, and then all of a sudden something will shift, and not in the way that of that they're not clear any longer, but the shadow side or the counteracting to what they're like stepping into is showing up. So I'm seeing it all the time, and people are like, I don't know how to deal with this. How do we make this work? How do we maneuver through? And the first answer is always breathing. Get back into your present form. Because some of us are worried. We're worried. We're thinking about the future. We're thinking about the past. We're worried that we didn't do it right. We're worried we won't do it right in the future. And if you know this cycle of conversation, which if you've gotten to this far in the podcast, it's happened to you before, and it might be happening to you now. You're feeling the cycle. The first thing to do is ground. So meaning, firstly, get present. So we breathe. That's the first thing. Big, deep breath. So you go in through the nose and you can escalate it out through the mouth if you prefer or the nose, depending on how you're trained. Some yoga instructors uh, train it to take it out through the nose, but we're looking to really release the feelings that we have in the body. And I find that it's done easily through the mouth. And if you are a chanter, if you are um, someone that uses sound to release as well, you could even step into this and go (sighs) and release it through sound as well. So if you do that a few times, it might take you a couple minutes, but there'll be a breaking point where you'll find your energy will shift and change. Okay, so that's step number one. The second step to becoming really present is to either lock yourself into something that you're doing presently. So it could be playing with your animals, kids. Um, I use essential oils a lot to ground. So a lot of the tree oils are amazing for grounding. Um, Siberian fur is like one of my favorite, favorite oils. Um, But I find that um, when I'm doing spiritual work, especially I ground a lot with cedar wood. Um, I just find it it's a natural inclination for me to be able to step into and it feels right for what I need. So that's another dynamic or aspect of really grounding. And a lot of people will ground by literally like going to walk outside in nature. And if you have the capabilities that you have grass um, that is not <laughs> springed eyes up here in Canada, you know, like the grass that we're walking on is like muddy and dirty and stuff like we probably wouldn't want to. Well, you could if you really wanted to like there's no judgment on that at all. But but taking off your shoes and getting your feet wet and putting your feet in the grass will help you become present in this present moment. And then we talk about the, some of the meditation states, you know, about the beginning parts of meditation are allowing the thoughts to come in and out and not judging them. And that is another way that we can become present is allowing the thought to come in 
and allow the thought to go out. And staying with yourself as you deep breathe, and you could do this outside while you're grounding as well. I'm going to apologize in advance. If you hear my cat, um, she is in heat again for the like 50th time, I think, this month. (laughs) But um, that is what's going on in the background at my house. So I'm being very present currently right now to honor what she needs at the same time as honor what I need. But yeah, so if you go outside and you um, take off your shoes and you do your deep breathing and then you allow your mind to focus on the thoughts coming in and out and just let them pass through, you will find that you'll be able to change your state very quickly. Um, So if you're not the kind of person that is into breathing, although I know you need to breathe to stay alive, but it's not something conscious for you. It's not something that's your jam. You could also change up your state in the space and become fully present by doing like a dance party and getting lost in the music and allowing yourself to just dance and express yourself in this moment of time in whatever music you want, whether it's rock and roll, metal, you know, house music, or you could even, you know, put on a classical jam and just allow your body to move. And in that, if you allow yourself to let go, if you release control into the vibration of the music, you will find that you'll be able to become present in your body, in the state that you're in and be fully in the moment. So as they always say, there's no, nothing like the present. The best gift is the present, right? And all these things I could like quote you on. But really, a lot of us humans live in the past or the future. We're always thinking about what we want to create or we're always worrying about what we didn't do or the things that we didn't say or, you know, did I mess that up or all that stuff. And those are all, those all take us out of being present so I'm really working on, and this is this is a practice, like you know, and they call it the yoga practice, like and how we practice yoga because it's never it's never an ending thing. We're always moving and learning and teaching inside of those spaces. The same thing goes for being present. I am working on every day being in the moment. So when I am on a call with a client, I turn off my email, I turn down my phone, and I am here with you right now. And I'm still trying to figure out how to turn off the like um, text notifications on my computer because I have an Apple, like I have a Mac. And even though it says do not disturb on the phone, and even though it says don't tell me that there's notifications, they still come through sometimes. So it allows me to disconnect a little bit, but I'm working on being right here in the moment. When we're on a call, I want to be with you in the moment. And I used to a lot of the time, like, and, and if it's a social call or it's like, I'm calling my mom and not that I don't want to be present with my mom, but sometimes like I just need to like talk to her about certain things and I'll call her from the car. Or if you want to you have to call Rogers up here in Canada, like the most painful experience of your life. Um, if you have to call Rogers, you do it when you're driving, right? Because it's like dead, dead time. Like you can't really do very much else other than rock out in your car, which I definitely love to do. But I used to do client calls from the car. I used to connect with people in the car and I still do that to some degree, but I'm finding if I want to be fully present, I have to be driving at the same time as on that call, right? So it's like, 
it dilutes the scenario a little bit. It dilutes the space that we're in. It kind of removes our availability to connect full heartedly. So if you do that, something to consider, because I don't know about you, but I'm in back in driving mode. Like I'm at least once, twice a week, I'm getting out. Like I'm like, I'm rebelling against my house now. And not in a bad way. I'm not going out and, you know, um, doing things that are totally rebellious, but I'm like having lunch with friends or I'm, you know, going over here, dropping the dog off at doggy daycare. So like I want to enjoy the sunshine in my car and be reminded of that freedom of entering into that space of going where I want to go. So that's showing up for me as well right now, too. But it's challenging my old past habits of let's just make the calls in the car when we're in the car. And even now, like I got to jump out on the road to go pick up the dog right away. And I have a call at four o'clock, which I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I can take that call. There's not a lot that has to be done um, on that call. But I'm still questioning, you know, sometimes should I be doing that? Should I step in? Should we be maneuvering this way? But if you look at your life and think like if you're playing with your kids or being with them, are you present fully in that endeavor? Are you fully in the moment with them? When you are with your significant other, are you fully present with them? Are you in that moment of time to be with them? You know, my past um, long-term relationship, it was we were always on our phones. And I like look at it now and go, wow, like how much time did we miss connecting? And granted, we were together a lot. Like I'm talking a lot of the time. So maybe it was really about creating space between us so that when we were together, we had this intense, more intense connection and we didn't want to pick up our phones to check other things, you know, like we wanted to be present. And there's so much I've learned from that relationship. And maybe I will do a specific podcast on that because um, I think there's so much to uncover in it. Um, But yeah, like I'm just watching as life transitions and as life goes by, you know, how this shows up for us. I live next door to a lady who's um, in her 80s and she says to me, when are you going to come by for tea? And um, I want to, you know, go by for tea because I'm sure there's so much we can talk about. And we've already had like small chats and stuff. And I already know that that's not a time where you bring your phone when you are in a space with someone who's got this knowledge, who wants to be around you and in your space. So I challenge you today when you are doing things, how do you be fully present in this moment of time for you to step in to honor the space, to honor yourself and to honor what's happening in the moment? Because you watch, I guarantee you, life will change the more you become present because life will become more connected. You'll see your relationships flourish. You'll see your availability to see things come through. Because if we aren't present, no matter what, like let's say we're asking the universe for gifts or we're asking our angels or guides for messages and they put it on the billboard down the road on the highway. But if you aren't present, it don't matter. You are not seeing that billboard, right? So being present is such a key thing right now to help us a emotionally get through this, to help our physical bodies really transition, but to help us really connect into the space to honor what's happening, to honor the people around us and to really take ourselves and our businesses to the next level through that. So 
you love the podcast, we would love for you to write us a review. Give us five stars on whatever podcast app you are listening to this on. And I am so grateful to be a part of this with you guys. And every week we share out content on the underscore dare to be more Instagram page, as well as on my personal Instagram page at the Colleen Lindbergh. I would love for you to be able to get connected to us through that. And if you are doing amazing things and stepping out of your comfort zone, please use the hashtag dare to be more because we would love to see what people are up to in the world while they're creating these magnificent aspects of their life. And like always, I finish off with a quote. And this week's quote is, nothing is more precious than being in the present moment, fully alive and fully aware. And I'm like, with that, go out and do your week. And I look forward to positioning podcasting with you guys next week on the podcast and we will see you guys again soon have a great rest of your day bye